The mountain, or hill, or whatever it was, proved to be the pain to climb they thought it would be. Covered in trees, it made for a fantastic way to travel unseen, but made for the slowest of goings, as they had to climb up. It wasn't steep, but it was constant, and with the burden that was Werner, it was slow going. But that night they made it to the summit of the hill, and took a well-deserved break. We rest here for now, Ingersleben said, and if we sleep here, so be it. I can think of worse places. The clouds had parted, and by some small miracle the stars were out. The few clouds that were out were high in the sky, and the moon was nearly full and low, so as to lighten up their small world, yet allow for a nearly uninterrupted sky. God was showing his mercy on them that night. Here, Ingersleben said, taking off Werner's boots, let me help you with those. It was an odd moment of affection between the men, usually the job of helping Werner, whether it be with clothes or using the restroom, fell on Otto's or Lofens's hands, but tonight Ingersleben was doing the work. It was as if they were really becoming one unit. Ingersleben even got out Werner's blanket and helped him with it. Werner wanted to tell him to stop, that he preferred sleeping with his boots on to better protect him from the cold, but even he didn't want to pass up the gesture. Ingersleben grabbed Werner's machine gun and bag and moved them away so as to give Werner more room to sleep. Is there anything else you need? Ingersleben asked, as he put the man's few supplies away. For the first time in days, Otto and Lafayne smiled at the same time. It was still freezing that night, but they both felt a warmth in their bellies from the kindness that was being shown. There was still some good in all of this war. Not that much, but it still existed. Do you pray? Ingersleben asked, with his back turned to Werner. What? Werner asked in return, confused if the question was for him. Me? Do I pray? Not since I was a child. I'm not even sure I believe in God to tell you the truth. I, it was the first time any of the men had ever seen Ingersleben cry. There weren't huge tears, and he wasn't sobbing, but the tears could be seen running down his face. As could the pistol, he was now pointing at Werner. What? What are you doing? Werner said with a small, disbelieving laugh. You might want to rethink that. The praying part, I mean, Ingersleben said, not moving the gun. I'm sorry, dear friend, he said, but you know that there is no other choice. For the sake of the other men, we have to leave you. This is madness. Leave me then. Why point a gun at me? This has nothing to do with leaving me behind. A German patrol or a Russian one can find me. They can take care of me. There's no need to... No, Ingersleben said in a low, commanding voice. You know that is something we can't risk. If you tell them our plan under duress, you'll have us all killed. The only thing I can offer you is the chance to pray before you meet our judge. Damn you, Werner said through his grinding teeth. Otto and Lafence just looked on in disbelief. After everything they had seen and witnessed, it should have prepared them for something like this, but no. They could not believe what was happening. They wanted to stop it. They just wanted all of this to stop. Very well, Ingersleben said, raising his gun to fire, but before he could, Werner did have a few last words. When I see God, I'm going to tell him everything you did. This gave Ingersleben pause. 
and the tears that were a trickle became a stream. He slowly lowered the gun. He realized that this was a moment in life for his eternal soul. If he pulled that trigger, he was condemning both men, one to death and himself to eternal fire. His mouth was ajar, and he looked up over the night sky, looking for an answer that wouldn't seem to come. But then, just as fast as the tears had started, they stopped. With his free hand, Ingus Laban adjusted his jacket, straightening it. He lifted his head along with the gun, firmly pointed back at Werner. Where we're going, God isn't there to tell. The wolves began to howl at the sound of the lone gunshot that rang out that night. <laughs>